0: Good morning, friends. Happy Saturday. Very, very long time since I've gotten on here. And again, my apologies. I feel like life just moves too fast sometimes for a sister. So um, I hope everybody's doing well. I hope that uh, your weeks and your months, it's, it's been a couple of months since I've been on here. Um, I hope that they've been good. I hope um, if you've you know been faced with things and you've been you know maybe had some challenges or struggles whatever or not no no struggles and no challenges that you've been able to face them with a little bit more grace and um mercy and so forth and so you know how I do I always have stories there's always a point to when I get on here and that it's supposed to be it's supposed to like I said in my um I have on the anchor I guess, a little blurb that, you know, these me doing these podcasts are to really make us all think um, we think about a lot of a lot of things on a daily basis. So, you know, why not sometimes have a moment of reflection? I like to reflect a lot, maybe a little bit too much, but I think it's always good. Um, and so I have today. what I want to tell, I want to tell it is. And I I'm, cannot imagine that, you know, those that listen to this podcast have never dealt with it. Their battery being corroded. it to be a little hilarious story I'm gonna tell, but it always has a you know it has a point to it. And so I about this is September. So let me so I want to say July. I think July, August. Yeah. So in July, I was having some issues with my battery, my car battery. I mean, you know, nothing nothing major. Just other than it just you know, it was weak and it wasn't starting. But I have a I have a, a a portable car battery, which is a blessing. Like, oh my goodness, such a such a blessing. Whomever created it and came up with it, thank God for them <laughs> and thank God for their brains, because I think everybody should have one. I had a situation once before where I was, our car battery died and. Didn't know who was gonna come because nobody, for whatever reason, nobody carries cables anymore. I mean, it's it's pretty rare to find people that have cables, jumper cables, and so this guy stopped and helped us out and had his portable battery. So from that point, and this was like maybe I don't know two two years ago that, uh, we, my husband and I was like, we got to get one. And we got one. It's even has like air on it. So if your tire is low or flat or whatever, you can put some air low, you can put air in your tire. So anyhow, hope you have one. If you don't great investment, please go get one. Um, so I was, uh, having some issues with my battery and it's not, it wasn't an old battery. Maybe we've had it for like about a year and a half to maybe two years. I don't know. Let's just say a year and some change. And... I, because of my contract gig, I like to do my 40 hours in about, you know, two, I mean, three to and three, three, three and a half days. So me having the issues was kind of causing me to be like a little behind in the morning. I'm like, oh, this is, oh, it's going to cause me to have to, you know, stay an extra day or work an extra day, which, I mean, it's not terrible, but whatever. So, so I was, you know, using the, the portable battery to charger to charge my battery and everything was going fine and what was real funny was (laughs) I've had situations before (laughs) where my car battery needed to be jumped but this particular time it's so strained and to someone else it would completely embarrass them but to me not I'm not easily embarrassed so when my when the battery would be charged right right before it's charged my Alarm starts to go off. And, it, you know, and I realized it at first. It would just start going off. And then I would have to use my key, to shut the car alarm off. And then after that, my battery would, would crank up. And I'm like, is this like a new thing now? Like, do do batteries that need to be charged, you know, I, is it just me? It has to be me. And, like, I would wake up, you know, my neighborhood is... I live in a pretty decent, quiet neighborhood. So <laughs> I would always know, okay, good. The charge is charged. It's working because once this thing goes, eh, eh and it's, l- of course, right now, I'm sorry, you guys. Hopefully, um, I have a little hoarse in my voice, but, um, so it would go off. And I mean, this is not on a. It's like daily basis. I'm getting up every morning at six something in the morning, and I know my neighbors are probably really ticked off with me. And but I'm like, I gotta I gotta I gotta do something, you know? And so, you know, I really didn't notice at the moment at the time, like it was a little bit of corrosion on there, but it wasn't even a whole lot for even for me to use a solution or for me to use a Coca-Cola or whatever to get it off. I was like, Okay, I just gotta I mean, you know, we gotta check the we just gotta check the strength of it. But I didn't have time, you know. Um, and so when I would leave work, when I would get to my contract gig, it'd be fine. When I leave, I have to charge it again. So this is a back and forth thing. <laughs> and I get so tickled because it's like the alarm had to go off. So one morning that week, at this point, now it's not even working. You know, the battery charger's not working to, to crank my battery. And I'm like, crap. So I had a neighbor who came who, I mean, seriously, he had cables. And he rode around, helped me out, got me going. And I you know, got started, so when he opened it up this time, like, the corrosion on the battery, now, this is, like, day four, you know, because now, but this, you know, day four, and I'm like, oh, my God, it wasn't even, like, that corroded, like, on day one, like, what happened, and so I was like, when I get to work this time, I'll get a Coca-Cola, I'll put, you know, the corrosion on, I mean, the thing on there to, and scrape off the corrosion, um, and as I'm, so he got me started, and I'm going, I'm on the highway, I started thinking about, that. Dang, I really never really realized or really thought about how the corrosion, like, really affects this battery. Here goes my reflection time now, right? On the way to, like, a 35-minute, 40-minute drive. And I'm like, if the corrosion, little bit of white dust, rust, on, like, the little screw part of the battery, if it has that much weight that it completely causes my battery to be, you know, ineffective you know, powerless uh, to the point where it's completely inoperable. It's just a little bit of white, sometimes you know, greenish-looking rust. What? That's like us as people. I was like, it's you know, and, and in order for it to work, I had to use a different power source. I had to use a different, a different source of energy to get it to crank up. And and that source of energy, unfortunately. At, at, Later now, it's not even enough to get it going because of that, of because of the weight, because of the, because of the weight of the corrosion, because of the, you know, and uh, I don't know if it's the, the different types of chemicals and so forth that surround it to the point where it just becomes dead. And I was like, if that, if that's what a battery for a car goes through, what in the world do we go through as people? How... How, um, uh, what am I trying to say? What a, um, I don't know, help me out, guys. What a connection. You know, what, what an analogy to say that this is an inanimate object. Just about, It's an inanimate object. It's going through some serious, serious issues because it's unable to operate. Just by a little bit of, you know, a little dust. I'm just going to say a little, you know, powder dust, you know. But not so much. It's the, always the little things. It's always the very little things that on day one, it wasn't even that serious. It was just a little bit. And on day four, it grew. You know what I mean? It grew to this disgusting clunk of, of the hardcore, rusty, nasty-looking, like vomit. I, I I can't even describe it. I didn't take a picture of it, but it, it really got me thinking, guys. And it was just like, if that is how... If, if that is how corrosion... You know, um... What am I trying to say? If that's how it... Oh, if that's what it does. Not how. If that's what it does. What a... Like... What a revelation to just really think about us as people every day. You know, we, it's always the little, little, tiny, little, tiny things that we may not pay attention to, that we may not, you know, really think about. Because we're, what are we doing? We're in and out every day. We're functioning daily. Maybe not like we should be. And then, you know, it's, it's now there's a dysfunction in, in our lives, but we still continue, we continue, we continue, we one, one, in one day in, day in out, day, excuse me, day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out, that's all we're doing, in and, out, in and 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 out, and then boom, something's wrong. We stop, we cannot function, we're ineffective, we become inoperable, and sometimes people don't make it to the next day. Right. And I don't I don't want to sound morbid, but that's just the reality of it. I'm just speaking a lot of truth right now. And it's the corrosion that tends to start to corrode our heart or our mind, our body, you know, our mind, to our souls, to our spirits, to our hearts and no special order. And eventually to our bodies. And you wouldn't think something. and, and, And these, you know, that's just like I said, an analogy. As I'm, and I'm so visual. So to see the corrosion, it's like, yeah, you know, as people, we may not have rust like growing on our on our heart. You may not have that tangible rust, but we definitely have a rust that starts to corrode our hearts, and they could be past experiences, present experiences. It could be external, you know, factors. But very, very well, it could be internal factors, stuff that we even bring upon ourselves. You know, external could be TV shows, music, people, ideas that that are so out of this world and bizarre and stupid and crazy. And we listen to them and we follow through with them and we think that we can wear somebody else's ideas and we can wear somebody else's hair and masks and think it's going to work. And all it does is it deteriorates and it degrades who we are. On the inside, and the inside eventually, you know, the corrosion runs out of space, and it starts to start to corrode the outside. You know, so I decided. Let me look up corrosion. Let me, you know, be learned. Let me look it up. And um, what does it, What does how? How does how is corrosion defined? So I look it up, and in the corrosion it says, you know, Webster, and it says the deterioration of a metal as a result of chemical reactions between it and the surrounding, and its surrounding environment. Both the type of metal and the environmental conditions, particularly gases in contact with the metal, determine the form and rate of deterioration. And there was another definition that I liked, and it said corrosion is the degradation of metals called rust. Corrosion causes plants to shut down, Waste of valuable resources, loss of contamination or well, excuse me, loss or contamination of a product, reduction in efficiency, costly maintenance and expenses, expensive over design. Now, you cannot tell me that that is not a, a very clear cut definition. We're talking about a, um, a battery. That is a clear cut definition of us as people. You know, I mean, just replace it with you. Like, so the deterioration of a person as a result of, you know, external or internal reactions between it and its surrounding environment, right? Both the person and the environmental conditions, particularly other things. I'm just replacing it with just real life examples, particularly other people, particularly um, reality TV shows, particularly... About music that, that speaks no, no life, particularly stupid ideas, particularly things that are, are like, like, like leeches that suck the life out of you, particularly things in contact with the person, determine the form and rate of deterioration. Let me go to the other definition and replace, us, replace it with the word people. Corrosion is the degradation of people called rust. Corrosion causes people to shut down. There's a waste of valuable resources. There's a loss or contamination of the person. There's a reduction in efficiency. It's costly to maintain the individual and it's an expensive overdesign. Expensive overdesign um, plastic surgery, <laughs> which is not helping anything, maybe the outside. But that will eventually deteriorate again because what's on the inside will always affect the outside. What's on the inside will always degrade the outside. What's on the inside will always deteriorate that individual, right? So, and I'm not trying to preach here because God knows I'm not a preacher. But what I'm trying, I'm so passionate about this right here. And it's it's making me think about, again, even the things that I think and I say that are not life-worthy things to think and say and to think, And to continue to perpetuate a a mindset that is only going to deteriorate and degrade the individual from the inside out. And the only way for that corrosion to be removed is two ways. A, it's got to be cleaned off now with some type of solution that's going to clear away every piece of that rust. Or it's going to have to be replaced. The battery itself, I'm just going back to the battery, Corrosion on the battery either needs to a be cleaned by a Coca-Cola solution or an actual you know corrosion um a solution that will take away the corrosion, or most of the time, it's gonna have to the battery will have to be replaced, removed and replaced with something brand spanking new. Now let me turn it to the people, to individuals, in order for the corrosion in within us, on our hearts which tends to affect every part of our bodies. In order for that corrosion to to be removed, so we can have back that power, we can be in a, we can you know go from ineffective to effective. We can go from powerless to powerful, right? We can go from inoperable to fully operable. We can go from dysfunction back to functional. The only way we can get back to that place where where we were supposed to be is to change our power source excuse me for our power source to be changed right because now we have to we need power from a different source so the only way for that to happen as far as individuals are concerned is for the corrosion to be removed and how do you do that you take away the things or you you remove yourself away from the things that corroded you in the first place if they're external if it's internal Then you got to go from within out. And most of the time, even for the external things, you can remove and stop looking and listening to the things that are continuously deteriorating you. But because it starts from the inside, you're going to have to now look on the inside and deal with the things that are are you know deal with the inside things deal with the experiences that you've had deal with the past that you may not want to talk about deal with the reasons why you even got to that place and it's hard to deal with and you don't want to open a pandora's box and you don't want to open up that chest that you that you stuffed everything in that you suppress all these years you don't want to have to deal with it but you're gonna to have to deal with it in order for the the corrosion to be completely and utterly out of your life. And it may take a month. It may take a year. It may take a day. It may take four years. It doesn't matter how long it takes. If you want to be free and you want your power back and you want to be functional and you want to operate like God intended for you to be, to operate, then you're going to have to do the hard things and get that scrub and scrub that corrosion off from the inside out. Yes. And at the, again, there are outside things that are external, factors and sometimes it's a lot of times it's people that are perpetuating that can that, that are perpetuating that corrosion and to continue to grow then you need to do a hardcore stop i'm removing myself or i no longer need to have this or if you're too weak to do it you ask god to separate and to part you away from that thing like the red sea part it because i ain't strong and if you look f- for your help you go to your source of power which is your father god the father Who sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross for your sins, for me and you, the blood of Jesus that covers it all, that saved us from everything. Only if you would only if you would believe enough that that's exactly why he came, then your source, your power source begins to work. And work and it's gonna hurt and it's gonna it's gonna hurt because think about it You're taking a, a scrubber and a solution and you're scrubbing something off Just Think about your pots and pans that go through like a whole lot to get the grease and the grime and the dirt and and the hardcore stuff off of it Think about that. It's gonna hurt. So let's not even act like it's not gonna it's gonna hurt And you gotta prepare your mind to say it's gonna hurt but I'm gonna be all right I'm gonna live because at the end of the day, I'm gonna die if I don't you understand? I'm going to die if I allow this corrosion to continue to build. All it's going to do is shut me down forever and ever. And when it shuts you down, unless the Lord sees fit, that it wasn't time for you to go, you ain't coming back. And now that's a true statement. Because some, some people have left, and unfortunately they left without having to deal with that corrosion on them and their hearts on the insides, yes? Don't worry about the people around you. This is the life you need to live for yourself so you can live the life that God has intended you to live. So corrosion, while it was funny to me, and you know, the alarm sound, those are these signals that are sounding off the alarm. And I'm sorry that I'm yelling guys. I guess I'm just getting so passionate here. So freaking passionate. That alarm sound is like something is wrong. Something needs to change. Something needs to be different. Something's got to go. Something's got to change before goodness forbid, this thing that's within shuts down so I leave you with a scripture because I think that I've said a lot and its I mean I've said a whole lot and I want you to be able to really think about and it's oh my god a 20 minute conversation but I think this is so important because this is so real and I love to live in the real but I also love to live in the knowing in the hope in the hope of Christ I mean I I, I can't see I don't see it any other way and I won't ever see it any other way I leave you with the scripture Romans 12 and 2 okay when it talks about the renewing of your mind. It talks about not being conformed to this world. And that's hard to do. That's easier said than done. Because we live in the world. And we don't want to be left out. We don't want to be the person that stands alone. We don't want to be the person that has nobody around that says, I can't deal with you. I can't talk to you. Because maybe, just maybe, you're just too high and mighty, too religious. It's not about religion. It's about relationship. Please understand that. It's about your relationship with your Heavenly Father. Who brought you into this world. And nobody standing around you brought you into this world. And nobody in this world has the power to take you out unless they have a gun and that's not power, that's weakness you know what I'm saying, that's being a punk you understand, so I say that to you to say, you came in this world alone and even if you're a twin, you came alone both of y'all didn't come out together it would split your mom, you know, it, it would have it broke your mom or you, when, when you were coming out one of you either was pulled out first, and the second was pulled out, you may have cohabitated together, but you still came into this world alone, and by golly you may very well leave this world alone So you don't need to worry about the people that are around you that feel like they got a lot to say. You go to your father, you go to your word of God, you go to the Bible and and you allow the Bible to to determine where you go from here to there. To speak to who you are as a person, who you're supposed to be, who God looks at you because he created you, yes? So anyhow, being conformed to the world is easy. It's very easy to do, you know? I mean, this is so easy to do. But anyway, so the scripture is Romans 12 and 2 and it says, do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind so that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I know that sounds, maybe to some of you, it sounds like gibberish. It sounds like, whoa, that's like, that's a lot. What does that even mean? You know, break it down. Don't conform yourself to what the world says you need to conform to that, Society says this is how you should look, this is how you should be, this is what you should say, this is how you should think. Don't conform to that foolishness. To whom do these people, where did they get that from? A lot of these people that are saying you should do this and this and this and this and that, guess what? Honestly speaking, these people have low self-esteem, they have a low self-concept, they don't even know who they are. They don't know who they are. They're picking up somebody else's hair, mask, makeup, um, Botox and everything and trying to stuff it in and stuff it, stuff it, stuff it, stuff it, that they start looking like a freaking Michelin man and a balloon, a hot air balloon that eventually is going to bust the higher it goes into the atmosphere and down comes the hot air balloon or the balloon or the big, or the big um, jelly like man, Michelin. Don't conform yourself to that. Seriously. You go to your word. You go to the Bible. And you see who God calls you. You have to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So the only way you're going to be able to renew your mind is you go to your Bible and you start to read. You ask God, God, or even start from the beginning. Go to the Old Testament. It's still relevant today. You can't have the New Testament without the Old Testament. Start from the beginning. Who does God call you? Who does God say you are? Does he call you righteous? You know, Does he call you beautiful? Does he call you unique? He calls you a lot of things that the world won't call you. The world's going to call you the very opposite. Okay? So that after you renew your mind, you will prove what is the good, what is the acceptable, and what is the perfect will of God for your life. And then once you get that, you can share share with others, with your family, with your friends, with your children. Everybody's not going to want to listen. Everybody's not going to hear it. It doesn't even matter. You continue to speak the words of God over your life and remove yourself from the things that corrode you from within. Okay? You got to. And if you've been sexually abused, if you've been abused, that doesn't have to be sexually, if you've been told how you're worth nothing, if you've been made to feel like you're the scum of the earth, if you're made to feel like you've never been wanted, if you went to drugs and drinking, I drank. You know, I did a lot. If you use sex as a way to numb, if you use if you cut yourself, if you mutilate, if you continuously tell yourself the lies that other people have told you that you that you're not this and you're not this. Well, what are you? Don't never mind what you're not. What are you? Who are you? If you've never felt like you were able to um, to accomplish anything because you just again you've had experiences in your life that say that you were not supposed to even make it this far and so you believe that and granted if you weren't supposed to make it this far what you did then you should look at the hope you should look at hope on the on that side of hope if you grew up in a group home if you were in and out of transitional plate homes if you it doesn't matter your situation it doesn't matter where you came from what you've experienced what you're dealing with god says he sees you differently he doesn't he sees you he created you to many of you, he's just your creator. To some of you, hopefully to a lot more of you, he's your father. In addition to him being your creator. So I leave with you that scripture. I hope this has helped some of you or one of you. Even if it's just one person that listens Citizen can relate. I really hope and pray that you take it further and that you open up a Bible. And that you read Romans 12 and 2 or you go to Genesis or you go to wherever your hand or wherever it opens up and you start from the, the beginning of that and you see the same, the people in the Bible, they're not, this is not an Aesop fable story, mother goose tales. These are real happenings, real people that were on this earth. Yes, on, you know, Eastern side of the world, but these were real people. Jonah was real. Moses was real, a real person. David was a real individual. Paul in the New Testament, he was a murderer. He murdered Christians. He was a real individual. And what God peed all of them and how God carried them through and how the ones that didn't trust God, you know, they got spanked a little bit. But he was still there for them. I would love to know. I would love to know how you feel and think and what you if you see anything different after you've taken it to God. So I ask you, I challenge you today, and I'm i I promise you I'm closing. Um I'm gonna close this um this this podcast, but I'm gonna end this podcast, excuse me. Um, what are the things? Two questions. One, what's corroding you? What are those things that are corroding you and what areas are corroded? Is it just your heart? Is it your soul? Is it every part of you? Has it has it has it have you been corroded? Sorry, you know what? No, type A. What's corroding you? What's corroded and what's still corroding you? What factors are corroding you? First question. Second question. What are you going to do to begin to get that corrosion away off of you? So what's corroding you? What factors? Are they external? Are they internal? This is self-reflection. Internal or external or both? I'll make it three questions. Two. The what? How, how far has this corrosion gotten? Where has it corroded you? And three, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about the corrosion? Do you stay and die? Or do you begin the process of, that, of the corrosion being removed so you can heal, so you can be the person that God has created you to be? last time last last I'm gonna run through it again what's corroding you and it may be external and or or internal how far has second question how far has the corrosion gotten is it just still internal or has it now manifested itself to being external and three what are you what are you willing to do about that corrosion so sorry about that um so I say to you, you know, the questions again, what's corroding you? Are they internal or, and or external factors? Second question, how far has the corrosion gotten? Has it, is it still with internal? Or has it manifested itself to the, your external, to your body, to outside areas? Um, can you see the corrosion? And three, what are you willing to do? for the corrosion to to be removed? What are you willing to do? What steps are you willing to take to start the process of the corrosion removal, of repairing, so you can be made whole? I look forward to hearing, hopefully, some, you know, some... uh, I, I look forward to maybe hearing from any of you about your you know, about your experience, about your, your walk, about, um, you taking these steps and you reflecting, not so I know you what's going on in your life personally, but just to hear, I would love to hear from you. i love to hear if in fact you're, you can be honest with you to have to say, yes, I'm completely corroded, but I am willing. I think that's what I'm really saying. I'm really, I'm hoping that if all of you, great. If none of you, I'm still going to be praying for everyone that listens. But if one of you that's one, you know, out of a million and that, and that is so important. It only takes one. So I hope and pray that today's going to be a great day. Uh, for all of you that hear this, um, this podcast, I hope that you guys would be accomplished and that you'll be productive today. You know, carpe diem seize the day and, uh, I will touch base. I'll get back on next week. It's today Saturday. So I'll be back on hopefully early part of next week um, with something different as it's laid on my heart. And I will be consistent. Thank God, because now I can focus more on these podcasts and really do what I know. I have a passion to do and what I believe the Lord has led me to do on these podcasts and just to really speak life, hope and cause you to think, cause all of us to think. Love and peace child, my beautiful people. Speak to you soon. Bye.